Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Sports. DT Sports Talk. All we talk sports. Sports talk. All I know is sports. DT Sports Talk. Talk about some sports. Yeah. Sports talk. All we know is sports. DT Sports Talk. All we talk sports. Sports talk. All I know is sports, yeah. DT Sports Talk. Yeah. Go, no talk sleep. Sports. Skin. Touchdown every time I score, I'm in the zone like 2 3. Hustle hard like Nipsey. Bring the cornerback, Jalen Ramsey. In the trees like a Jaguar, but I switch it up. I'm an Aries. I ram it. Chilling in the clouds with some angels I met in Los Angeles. Run through it. I'm a tight end, Derrick Henry. Yeah. I'll forever be legendary, rest in peace to Kobe, LeBron James who can't coach me, bring life to the game like MJ, then I get bored like Capella and transform it like Steph Curry, I'ma make a splash, go K, the K stands for play, started getting rings like Vince, so they gave the trophy my name, man I'm cold like Lambo, it get messy when I kick it like Ronaldo or Neymar, either you going home or going hard to sports talk with DC. No sleep. Yo, 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 yo. It is your boy ESPN from the hood, a.k.a. LeVar Ball from Yaktown. Better known as Sports Talk DT. And we are live on ISO Sports Radio. And we are back with another episode. I definitely have to give a shout-out to America's favorite cousin. It's your boy DJ Spitzum, uh, the new engineer for Sports Talk DT. We are so excited to be under his leadership and where we are going in the future. Definitely have to give a shout-out to the Sports Talk team. They should be joining all soon. Sports Talk Dave said, what up? <clears throat> Sports Talk D-Boy said, what up? Hey, so listen, just very, very quickly, man, we're going to jump right into to some, NBA, to some NBA Summer League action. Hey, to, um, today was some more great games. Uh, well, yesterday... Yesterday was some great games uh, with the NBA Summer League, and the scores are as follows. Uh, Knicks 94, Pacers 86. Emmanuel, quickly, what's the story of the game? Dropping 32 points in New York's win. The guard is emerging as New York's uh, valuable rotation player after uh, averaging 11.4 points a game in 64 games last year. Uh, He came out and had 22 points. Uh, for in the summer league, for the Pacers, O'Shea Br- Brissett, Dwayne Washington, uh, they were impressive with 22 and 23 points respectively. Uh, newly drafted rookie Chris Duarte, who the uh, Indiana who Indiana took at 13, he had 14 points while going three for seven from the high in the line. <clears throat> Sports talk, D boy, what's going on? Hey yo, what's going on? Man, cooling, man. Man, I'm doing all right, man. Just cooling, man. Taking it easy. Hey, uh, moving right along. Moving right along. The Pelicans uh, defeated the Bulls 94 to 77. Trey Murphy, the Pelicans' first round draft pick after a trade with the Memphis Grizzlies. He dazzled everyone in Vegas with 26 points. He went six from nine from behind. Six from nine from behind the line. One of his strengths were uh, in the pre-draft. which, which was one of, excuse me, which was one of his strengths in the pre-draft process was his ability to shoot the ball from behind the line. 
for the Bulls, a second-year player, Patrick, Patrick Williams, was the star of the day. He had a double-double, 15 points and 12 rebounds for the Chicago Bulls. Uh, that's one of the things that Chicago Bulls is counting on this year. You know, with them, with them bringing in um, Lonzo Ball, Jamar DeRozan, for their second-year second year player, Mr. Patrick Williams, to have that breakout year to go with the pair of stars that they just brought in. So we're just going to pause right there just for a minute before we get back to some more scores. Right, Sports Talk D-Boy, um, what have you seen or what do you know about the the new-look Chicago Bulls? Because, you know, they, these are, again, one of those teams that look good on paper. They brought in Lonzo Ball. They traded for DeMar DeRozan. Uh, Zach Levine is there. Uh, they brought in the center from Orlando last year. So what are your thoughts about the Chicago Bulls? I mean, as of right now, you know, like any other game, is just the beginning. So <clears throat> they got it just like any other new team. Everybody has to gel together. It looked like it could possibly work. Uh, you know, as on paper, everything always looked good. But it looked like there's a possibility where we just got to see how well they gel. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Moving right along, 76ers defeated the Mavericks uh, 95-73. After a breakout performance from uh, in the NBA playoffs, Tyrese Maxey, he was forced. Uh, he was a force in the 76ers' victory today. Put in uh, yesterday, excuse me, putting up 22 points in their victory over Dallas. Uh, he had 20 points, five five rebounds, four assists. And Isaiah Joe, he had 15 points and four rebounds. Uh, Grizzlies, 91, next 84, second-year player. Desmond Bain exploded for 32 points in Memphis, seven-point victory over Brooklyn and Las Vegas. The 2020-2021 the second-team all-rookie shooter buried six threes on Monday, somehow match, being matched by Killian Trey, who also buried six trays that, uh, yesterday as well. For Brooklyn starters, Quindary Weatherspoon and Elise Johnson combined for 28 points while the 2001, uh, the, the 2021, excuse me, first round draft pick, Cam Thomas delivered 17 points off the bench in his NBA Summer League debut. <clears throat> we have uh, Sacramento 80 and the Charlotte Hornets 70. This was a disaster for both teams. Uh, offensively, much I saw a lot of I saw a lot of this game. Uh, Jahimus Ramos, he picked up the game late for the Kings. He ended up with 22 points. Shamis uh, Metu, he had 16 points and four assists and four rebounds. And the bull from the Baylor Bears to Davion Mitchell, uh, he had 10 points and nine rebounds. And Sports Talk D-Boy, we're going to talk a little bit about Davion Mitchell because I know this was one of your picks. He was on your big board. So, what have you seen from Davion Mitchell so far in summer league, if you have seen him at all? And uh, just what are your thoughts on him as a player, and how can he, can he be a fit to the Sacramento Kings uh, come training camp? Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Sports Talk Hello? D-Boy, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, yes. Can, can, did you hear the question? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, go yeah. ahead. Um, 
Well, you know, Davion um, Mitchell, he, he he he's a pretty explosive player. He's a pretty uh he's a pretty explosive player. Good a good pickup for uh, Sacramento, and um he you know like far as my opinion he he's a mirror of uh of his brother Donovan Mitchell. <clears throat> so he could be very explosive. He could be very explosive for any team, even if he's coming off the bench. So, so for as far as uh, Sacramento, he, he's a good help, and uh, he might be a great pickup if they decide to move Buddy Hill. But the only thing is that you know he he's going to Sacramento, and Sacramento is known for um, killing people's careers. Because they get stuck over there in Sacramento, and then until like the end, the ending of your career, so it's not pretty good. Hopefully, uh, after his uh, rookie contract, he can probably move to a better team and show more of his, <clears throat> well, more of his style, his ability, or, or what he could do, or what he could uh, provide for a team. Yeah. So sports talk, D boy, uh, you talked about Buddy Hill being moved. Is Davion Mitchell the type of player that can be your replacement? Yes, yes, because he because he, he well he's a pretty good guard. He can not, he can create team. He can create for his team. He can cr- uh, create his own shot. So um, so it's yeah, yes, maybe not as much as far as the three point shooting, but to um, to run your. To, for a guard to run your team, yeah, he, he's pretty good of a pickup for for uh, Buddy Hill. Okay, okay, okay. How do you see him meshing with De'Aaron Fox? Say that again. How do you see him meshing with De'Aaron Fox? Oh, that that'd be that's a night nice, that'd be a nice one-two punch. Nice, nice uh, give and go. One, two, as as a um, nice backcourt. All right, all right, all right, all right. Moving on from the other side, James Booknight. He struggled from uh from the floor yesterday, just going four of eleven from the floor and one for five from behind the line. The Charlotte Hornets collectively they had twenty two turnovers as um, a team yesterday, and your coaching staff was not happy about it. Moving right along. The Timberwolves, 91, Spurs, 89. This was a great game all the way down the stretch, possibly before San Antonio falling short. Jalen Noel, who finished with 24 points, six rebounds, four assists. Jaden McDaniels finished with 18 points. Nathan McKnight, Charlie with 19 points for Minnesota. um, Orlando Magic, 91, Golden State, 89, overtime. This was the best game of Monday's um, Jalen Suggs show why he was considered one of the best players in the uh, in the class, scoring 24 points and nine rebounds. The Warriors were criticized for keeping the draft picks, but it looks like it might have paid off because, again, the sports talk D-boy, he's one of your picks. Jonathan Kaminga led the Golden State Warriors with 16 points and six rebounds, and Moses Moody had 15 points, uh, and he went two or five from behind the line. And this was, I mean, again, this was only uh, the summer league, but Sports Talk D-Boy, we, we got three of uh, the top ten players uh, showing up very well in a, uh, in a classic game yesterday. I know you probably didn't see this game, but just listen to the recap. What are your thoughts on that game? Magic 
91, Golden State 89 in overtime. And uh, Jalen Suggs 24-9 for Orlando. Kaminga had 16-6. and six. Moses Moody, who is, as was regarded as one of the underrated shooters in, the, uh, in this draft class, he went two or five from behind the line and still gave his ball club 15. Well, that goes to show you uh, the the value of the draft that that they went number seven and number fourteen. That lets you, hey, and and and, and um, Jalen Suggs. So that lets you know. That lets you know that their value, you know, that they went as they went as high as they value. Uh, as as, as as they went as high, <laughs> excuse me, they went as high as they value was in the draft. So they shown proven that they could be as good as they value or better. Those were some pretty decent pickups for both teams. So um, I'm going to show you that it's going to be very, they, these guys are going to be very exciting to watch this year. And on top of that, Golden State know how to pick. They know how to pick them. <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, <laughs> so one of the biggest storylines of of the NBA Summer League so far in Sports Talk D Boy is that Leangelo Ball in his in his Summer League debut, he had sixteen points in six minutes off the bench for the Charlotte Hornets. What are your thoughts on Leangelo Ball and does and do he have enough in his tank to actually get an invitation to come to training camp? Uh yeah, I think he has enough um, to get invited. And you know, like, like, like they always say, the youngest one always the best one. So, you know, that was pretty. That was that was pretty awesome what he did. Sixteen points in sixteen minutes. You know, even if you want to average it out, that's a point every minute. So, you know, that's that's a pretty good look. Charlie might have something on their hands. No. Now, the NBA did not require uh, LeAngelo's brother, LaMelo Ball, to play in the Summer League simply because he won Rookie of the Year last year, and he was on the bench supporting his brother. Do you feel as if that LaMelo Ball game might go to another level uh, if he has to play, the chance to play with his brother professionally? I mean, you know, like, by him playing with his brothers, his you know the brothers by them playing with each other, they're gonna bring each other game out. You're gonna see you know like what you usually see at home on 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 a court playing pickup game or in the backyard. You'll see how uh, how sweet they are together. So yeah, this could this could bring this, actually it could bring both their games up to another level if they if they wish to go ahead and play together. So, you know, and just over just the Charlotte Hornets overall, like they made they took they took that that stride to get into the play-in tournament last uh, last season. They did get eliminated in the in the play-in tournament, but with the emergence of the young guards, Terry Rozier, uh, Lamelo Ball, you know, uh, now you you have a young shooter, James Booknight, coming in from Connecticut. What are your thoughts on these um, young uh, Charlotte Hornets? Hey, it's it's starting to look like a dynasty. Especially if 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 Jordan gives them all the opportunity to grow with each other for the next like um, two to three years, possible four. 
they they could be, you know, they could be a contending team. So, you know, as of right now, it's, it looks, it's, it's starting to look good. They just need to get get to, get a chance to play with each other and learn how to gel with each other. But, you know, it, it helps a lot by uh, just being your brother joining your team. So they know how to play well with each other. So Terry Rozier, they, they should be exciting. They should be exciting to see pretty soon. We saw we saw the number uh, we saw the number one uh, overall draft pick, Mr. Cade Cunningham, come out and lose to the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder on Sunday, eighty-two seventy-six. I believe the final score was. Now tonight, he has his chance to uh, redeem himself. I don't know if, uh, if redemption is the best word to use uh, for summer league, but needless to say, we have number one versus number two tonight. Cade Cunningham versus Jalen Green. The Detroit Pistons will take on the Houston Rockets. Vegas tonight at nine o'clock Eastern time in just a few minutes. As soon as we get off the um, the air, the game will be coming on. What are your thoughts on this matchup tonight? I mean, the media is making a lot about it. Jalen Green said he's ready for tonight. Kay Cunningham responded and stated, um, "You know, I'm self-aware, but I know what stage I'm on tonight." So, what are your thoughts on this game tonight? I, I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be, you know, something like how uh, Orlando and Golden State was last night. So, you know, this is going to be a pretty good pretty good game. Be- um, what makes it more exciting is because of the fact that, that um, Jalen Green, you know, uh, you know, trying to make, make his way at Kay Cunningham, you know, just to prove who could have who been the best Detroiter. So, you know that make it more exciting, and then you know the top number one, number two. So that's some that'll make a pretty good game because they both feel like they got something to prove, and they both play with a chip on their shoulder. Hey man, we finna go to our first song, man, and and uh, and pay some bills real quick. We going to Migos straight, and we gonna be right back on Sports Talk DT on IFM Sports Radio. Let's go. Hey, Castro, go first. Yeah, so we gone. Huh? Stop, we good. Stop, chill. We on. Chill. Scale, huh. let's go. Let's go. Domingo, huh. let's go. Domingo. Take, huh. let's go. Huh. Set, huh. let's roll. Hey. Straightening, straightening, straightening. Yeah, straight, straightening, straightening, straightening. Yeah. Don't nothing get strained but straining. Hey. Don't nothing get strained but straining. Hey. Don't nothing get strained but straining. Straight. You don't get shit straight, you don't straighten it. Nah. In this gang, sit back, be patient. Gang. Niggas act like the gang went vacant. Huh? Niggas act like some been taken. What? Ain't nothing but a little bit of straightening. Been kicking shit, popping out daily. Go. On the island, it's a movie I'm making. I'm counting the narrows with Robert De Niro. He telling them that you're amazing. Hey. Put that shit on. Shit on. Nigga, get shit on. shit on. I bought two whips and I put my bitch on. Sure. She put this wrist on. Rich. She fat the wrist, said it went rich and mill prone. Turn a pandemic into a pandemic, you know that's the shit that we on yes, sir. Them niggas gon' pull up and L at this shit, it's together, won't fuck with you home Uh-uh, I don't do the fake kicking, no. there go a rocket that's taking it Ooh. It's a problem with few, then we straightening it Straight. Swap out the cap with a demon in it, upgrade the band up with fiends in it Ooh. I got some shooters you seen with me, we're running shit back, I just seen tennis We gonna get straight, straightening, 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 yeah Straight, straightening, straightening, straightening 
Yo, 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 it's your boy ESPN from the hood, a.k.a. LeVar Ball from Yachtown, better known as Sports Talk DT. Sports Talk D-Boy, what's going on? Sports Talk DT, what's going on, brother? Man, we just sitting here cooling, man. I got to give a shout-out to our engineer, 
America's favorite cousin, DJ Spin something. What's going on, my boy? Man, definitely got to give a shout out to you, man. I um, moving right along, man. As we know, the uh, one of the historic franchises in the NBA, the Detroit Pistons. They released a, I don't know if it was Detroit Pistons that released it, but a documentary was released on Netflix today portraying the malice at the palace. I was in college watching this basketball game in my dorm room. D-Boy, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was literally laying in my bed in my dorm room in Dallas, Texas, and I'm like, stood at the TV like, oh, my God. I'm laying there because the Pistons was getting blown out, and then – all hell broke loose at the palace, D boy. What do you what do you remember from the, about the malice at the palace? Uh, well, <clears throat> well, well, it was a historic moment. I tell you that. And malice is what you call. It was a great word to explain it because, well, you know, when I seen that, I was you know kind of young so it was like that's that's the first time i ever seen anything um something like that you usually see that in uh baseball or something like that so you know it was it was kind of it was kind of like a wild moment so um it was i mean i don't know it was more like a wild moment you know because it was something it was the first time seeing something like that ever happening so it was like wow what sports talk, D-Boy, at that time, the Pistons was like the dogs of the Eastern Conference. You know, you know what I mean? You know, Philadelphia, uh, yeah. I said Philadelphia, uh, uh, Indiana Pacers, you know, they were starting to take that turn, you know, to become uh, one of the top-tier teams in the East. The Pistons and the Pacers, they had their rivalry for a couple years that time. Rick Carlisle had just went there. Steven Jackson had just signed, um, had just signed with, the Pacers and yeah. you know the year yeah you know in the year before the year before you know uh, I don't know if you remember but Ben Wallace had fouled Ron Artest super super hard you know what I mean so from one defensive player to a, to another defensive player if you foul me super hard I'm gonna remember that until I play you again on that stage so I can get my leg back you, you know what I mean and, and that's the exactly Pistons what were, happened. <laughs> And the Pistons were getting blowed out. Ben Wallace had, you know, if anybody remember, Ben Wallace had, I believe his grandmother had just passed away or his mother had just passed away probably two or three days before that game. And Ben wasn't even scheduled to play, you know. So the game was just about over, and, and Ron Artest was ready to get his lick back. I mean, and sometimes you just push people at the wrong moment. And Ben Wallace, you know, Ben Wallace <laughs> – you know, just took his frustrations out on Ryan Artest. You know what I mean? And I thought it was over, and, and then the fans got into it, and Stephen Jackson rocked the fans, and you know it was <laughs> it was one of the, it was one of those. <laughs> go ahead. Wait, don't forget it was really actually the fans who really set it off. It was just that Ben Wallace frustration was built up from Ryan Artest because he. You know, don't forget, Ron Nates was one of the dogs in the league. So, Ron Nates was getting up under people's skin that day, and you know, Ron Nates is one of them people that play too much. So that and 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 the fan was just the light, light to the wit. You know, he, they were just the light. He was just a fire to the whole fire. So, 
It was more so the fans starting everything. Well, let's bring bring it current. If that type of situation happened in today's NBA, do you believe that the players would have gotten those lengthy suspensions where they got, you know, 50, 60 games? Uh, yeah. Man, if that was to happen today, um, you know, the rules is, is so different now, so... I think it'd probably be a little. I think they probably the penalty would probably be a little too extreme now, now in, in today's society, compared to, to back then. Back then was more of a rough, was more of a rough guy sport. Now they didn't water the game down. So since by them watering the game down, the penalty would be more heavier now than it would have been back then. Do you believe that the documentary, you know, um, we have we all seen The Last Dance, you know, and we heard uh, through media and player reviews and story reviews and radio shows that, you know, there were a lot of truths to the documentary. Then there were some uh, parts of that uh, run that was untold. There were some untruths put in the doc. Do you believe that the Malice at the Palace is going to be straightforward or, or do you believe it's going to be a little Hollywood in Oh, it's going to be a lot of Hollywood, and, you know, how's they going to sell the uh, sell the documentary? And then there's going to be a lot of stuff that that was um, added in to make it even better or to try to make it juicier or whatever. It's not going to and, – and, and it's going to be some half-told stories too. So, yeah, of course. Of course. And look you know, at all it, the uh, backlash that, that – um, uh, the last dance. It's still getting back lashes right now just to sell other things. So, yeah, it's going to be a lot of asterisks put into it. You know, a lot of stories have broke that Jermaine O'Neal had actually sued the NBA uh, behind that event, the Malice at the Palace, for lost wages and actually won. You know, uh, citing that the event was a fan-motivated event. And the NBA ruled in Jermaine O'Neal's favor. Do you believe what? The, do you believe his claim that the Malice at the Palace was a fan motivated event, or should yeah. the players conduct yeah. themselves with some type sense of professionalism? I mean, everything was was blown out of proportion. Yes, but but like I like I just said, it was it was um, it was the fans who lit the fire. So. So yeah, I, I truly believe it was the uh, fans who got everything, who got everything started. So Jermaine O'Neal and everybody else would be there, so they got uh, got something for it too. Yeah, yeah. So, so in saying that, that it was a fan, in saying that, that it was a fan motivated event. Does that go back to Draymond Green's comments that we talked about earlier, um, earlier a few episodes back about the NBA protecting the players? Exactly. Yes. The, the, <clears throat> yes, we did talk about that before, and we talked about how the NBA doesn't do enough to protect the players from things like that because a fan is going to be a fan. You, <clears throat> excuse me. You're going to have hecklers. And all types of things going on with fans. Fans, is, fans. Some fans have something to prove to their friends and all them type, to their friends and other people by just clowning around. 
And so, so, so yes, the NBA do not protect the fans, um, do not protect the players well enough from the, the fans because, as, as we see oftentimes, a lot of fans are always picking that uh, Russell Russell um, Westbrook. So yes, the the um, NBA need to do more things to protect the fan, uh, the players from the fans, and to to prevent another what? malice in the palace. Speaking of Russell Westbrook, he was introduced to the media today. Uh, as we know, he was officially traded to the Los Angeles Lakers in his press conference. The question came about, Russell, do you have anything else to prove? And Russell's response was, getting drafted to the NBA makes me not have anything to prove. Making it out the hood makes me have nothing to prove, unquote. Um, I understand his uh, his response, Sports Talk D-Boy, but is that the response that the reporters was looking for? Of course not. You know, the reporters always want to ask things. You know, they of course they, the reporters always want to be the first one to get the juiciest comments, you know. So, yeah. <clears throat> and then on top of that, you know, the reporters want to take things a little extreme. So, um, that was not the comment that they was looking for, and that was a great comment that he made because he really, he really doesn't have nothing else to prove. He proved, he he proven himself well enough to become a Hall of Famer player. Everyone is not suited up to be a, a champion. Because if that's the case, people like Charles Barkley and Carmelo to have a ring because them guys did pretty good, well enough to get one. So. Russell Russell Westbrook has also announced that he will return to number zero. This is the all-time leader in triple-doubles in the history of the NBA, and he is making it known that he will return back to the number that he got when he was drafted, number zero, playing in front of his hometown fans in front of Los Angeles. So how does – what I mean, what does this move do for Russell? I mean, I know it puts him with – LeBron James, AD, ABCD, EFG. But him as a player, what does that mean to go back home and play in front of your hometown fans and play in front of, your, you know, where you went to college at? Well, it, it, it makes you it makes you want to improve yourself. It makes you want to play play better. And, you know, mentally, as a, as a true competitor, you, you know, especially like for a person like Russell Westbrook, He's competing with himself inside his head. And so, <clears throat> excuse me, not just that he's competing against himself, you know, he feels like he's going to, he want to do it home for his for his family and friends and for the people of Los Angeles as well as LeBron did it for the people of Cleveland. So so that's going to make his, ga- his game be a, that's a lot better. It's going to make him play more of an up-tempo, and he's gonna try harder, you know. And by him competing against himself, he got he got the commentators in his head. He got the NBA in his head. He competing against all these things in his head. So that's gonna make him play at the top of his game at the highest level. And he he want to show the world that he could bring one home too, or help bring one home. Breaking news out of the NBA is that they are officially looking into uh, the deal between the New Orleans Pelicans and the Chicago Bulls and the deal uh, evolving the trade 
the signing trade deal to acquire Lonzo Ball. Sports Talk D-Boy, what's going on with this? Um, did Was there some tampering going on? Talk to him. I mean, if the, you know, if, if people feel like there was any tampering going on with Chicago Bulls, if that's the case, it's, it's tampering going on with, with a lot of signing, signing and uh, trade deals that's going on. It's the best time if you if you're trying to prevent um, sport or if you're trying to prevent any type of tampering, well, your best job is to uh, try to be at the uh, at the games like the Olympics and stuff like that, and uh, monitor the players and make sure that they're not talking to each other so they won't be tampering. How's he gonna prevent prevent these guys from tampering? Because these are one of the best times that they that they do all the tampering with each other. So how 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 you gonna fix that situation? It's impossible. Hey, right, 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 right. So I I just don't understand why the NBA wants to get into this situation because just as you perfectly just stated that. These type of things go on all the time. Even that, even when the stories broke that LeBron James and Anthony Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook met at LeBron James' house two weeks before the trade even went down to for them to discuss them putting their egos aside. I mean, like, is that not tempering as well? Like, what's the difference between Westbrook, Davis, and James meeting two weeks before Westbrook is traded to discuss putting their egos aside? Then Lonzo Barr getting traded to the Chicago Bulls. I do understand that stories broke that uh, Rich Paul was initially uh, negotiating uh, an extension with the Pelicans, and Rich Paul wanted Lonzo Barr to get a contract somewhere to the tune of $80 million. The New Orleans Pelicans reported back to Rich Paul that you cannot pay a team to pay Lonzo $80 million. Rich Paul contacted the Pelicans back and said that we have $84 million on the table with the Chicago Bulls. So, I mean, I like Rich Paul, but I'm sh- I hope that he did not deal with any tampering in this deal because it would be just a tragedy for Lonzo Ball to have his trade rescinded and him go back to the New Orleans Pelicans. Hey, we're going to pay some more bills, man. We're going to Ace Hood. Hustle hard, man. We'll be right back on IFM Sports Radio. Let's go. Yeah. the remake. Uh. Same old shit, just a different day. I hit trying to get it, get it each and every way. Wait, mama need a house, house, baby need some shoes. Times are getting hard, hard. Guess what I'ma do? Hip-hop Derek Jeter, and I'm still feeling my pockets. 
big face and it's knocking. Yeah, this be that remix. What's your ride around with that rocket, nigga? Welcome back to my household. We the best, we that logo. Honey grand for that neck glow. All about the dinero, nigga flow so retarded. We be getting all that. Oh, can what's up? It be me, Ross. We did party cause it's the same old shit. Just a different day. I here trying to get it, get it. Wait, wait, mama need a house, house, baby need some shoes, shoes, times are getting hard, hard, guess what I'ma do? When I slide up, 19 in my Nina, red dot when I ride up, honey deep in that KOD, king of diamonds, that's me, nigga. No, you bitches can't hit my beat, choppers only think free, nigga. Sound to me and I teach you, somebody text his preacher, straight drop in my beaker, ace knock in my speakers. Last night I counted one mil, this morning, 150. Pussy niggas can't count me out, don't make me hurt your feelings. I be 12 for Janet, jet blue, forget it, Rolex embedded. With princess and Vegas yeah. Same old brick But it's different, yeah Yeah, that's candy paint On my seven tray uh, Same old shit, just a different day Out you trying to get it Each and every way Mama need a house Baby need some shoes Times are getting hard Guess what we gonna do Hustle, hustle, hustle Hustle, hustle, hustle Don't get fed yeah. on this boulevard Okay, my black card in my pocket Riding around in that daddy Pistol off in my box I ain't got time to be boxing Got a red bone, she look traffic If she fuck me right, then she shopping Young money, we popping I eat these rappers, Anthony Hopkins See that V-neck, that's polo Grilled up like Ocho Chuck Taylor's with no socks You niggas chicken, polio Nigga live on Sundays King of Diamonds Monday Swagger just dumb Call it Kelly Bundy, got a big house with a backyard. Yo, 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 yo. That was my main man, Ace Hood, with Hustle Hard on IFM Sports Radio. It's your boy, Sports Talk DT, and I got my man, Sports Talk D-Boy. What's good? What's good? Hey, man, we're going to get into some baseball action. We got a few more minutes left in the show uh, yesterday. Uh, the Indians defeated the Reds 9-3. The White Sox defeated the Twins 11-1. The Yankees defeated the Royals 8-6. The Padres defeated the Marlins 8-3. Today, the Milwaukee Brewers defeated the Chicago Cubs 4-2. Uh, action going on right now. The Angels are up on the Blue Jays 6-3 in the top of the seven. Speaking of baseball, the Detroit Tigers have announced that Justin Verlander wants to return home and finish his career as a Tiger. Sports Talk D-Boy, what are your thoughts on Verlander wanting to be a Tiger again? I mean, you know, I don't I don't disagree. He's pretty good. Hopefully he do wish to sign him again. Hopefully he's healthy because I know once he left, the one of the main reasons why he left last time was because he, was, um, he wasn't healthy because of his arm. So um, if you come back, at least be, you know, uh, in better shape than he was when he left. So, you know, uh, as a fan, 
I'm not mad at it. I love him to come back home and retire here, as long as he help us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well, Justin Verlander is 39 years old. I mean, but as you as you forestated, Justin Verlander has not pitched in over a year and a half to two years due to injury. So Justin Verlander feels that his arm has two or three years more uh, uh, left in him due to the fact that he did not pitch in two years. Uh, with him being on the injury list, can he come back, sports talk, and just produce at a high level? I mean, you know, for, for any athlete with, with, with a serious injury or any type of injury, and you take that year, year and a half, that's all. You know that gives that gives your body a good a real good chance to um, heal and rest. So yeah, I, you know if if the surgeries went well, and then you take that good year year and a half off, that should be good enough for him to come back and produce at a high level. So yeah, I, I think so. That's the reason why um, I, I agree for him. Don't mind him coming back as a fan. Speaking of the Detroit Tigers, they have won six of the last eight ball games. The Tigers are playing very, very good baseball now. Um, what are your thoughts on the success of the Detroit Tigers? I mean, you know, <clears throat> that's good to see it because due to the fact of the last few years, it's been it's been like a roller coaster ride. So as a hometown fan, you know, it looks good. It's getting me excited right now. Let's just see how far we can take this. All right, all right, all right. Hey, man, we out of time for tonight, man. Uh, man, I need everybody to tune in tomorrow to uh, our community-sponsored Honor Community Health. We are having our, our health week. And tomorrow we present school day. That's going to be at Walt Whitman Elementary in the city of Pontiac, Michigan. That's Walt Whitman Elementary in the city of Pontiac. We're, getting, we, we're going to give away Xboxes, tablets, Fitbits. Uh, what else are we giving away tomorrow, D-Boy? Um, I I think the 55 inch TV, if I'm not mistaken, tablet. We're giving our tablets and uh and a few more prizes and gifts. So it's gonna be exciting to come out and get a chance. Sign, to meet, oh, sign autograph bas- sign autograph yes, basketballs. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm just excited about t- I'm just excited about tomorrow. You know, our sponsors, Honor Community Health, they do a lot in the community here in the city of Pontiac. Uh, and we are just honored to be uh, a part of the team to support this venture. So definitely shout out to Melissa McQueen and everyone at Honor Community Health. To Sports Talk D-Boy, go ahead and give you a shout out. Well, first of all, I'd like to give a shout out to IFM Radio. <clears throat> Excuse me. Give a shout out to DJ Spitz something. And uh, give a shout out to, of course, Sports Talk DT, the Sports Talk team, Sports Talk Dave. We miss you today, brother. Give a shout out to uh, the Community Health, CIN Community Resources Network, and uh, give a shout out to our fans. We got, you know, we always got to shout out our fans. And ladies and gentlemen, please take care of yourself. Drink a lot of water. Take all your vitamins. And um. Enjoy your night, and last but not least, shout out to D Boy himself. Man, definitely got to give a shout out to my kids, Destiny and Demaya. Dad, love you all the time, always, always thinking of you. 
Yeah, I'm going to shout out to the whole IFM team, IFM Nation, IFM Radio, IFM Sports Radio, Sports Talk Team, Women Love Sports 2, Sports Talk Day, Honor Community Health, Sports Talk D-Boy, Sheesh, uh, Pastor Lorenzo, 180 Church, hey, Isaiah Jackson Parade, August 28th, be on the lookout for that. Hey, just do me a favor, DJ, let them know something. Y'all have a good night. Yes, sports, DT sports talk, all we talk sports, sports talk, all I know is sports, DT sports talk, talk about some sports, yes, sports talk, all we know is sports, DT sports talk, all we talk sports, sports talk, all I know is sports, yes, DT sports Talk. Yeah, Girl, we no sleep. Touchdown every time I score, I'm in the zone like 2 3. Hustle hard like Nipsey, bring the corners back, Jalen Ramsey. In the trees like a Jaguar, but I switch it up. I'm an Aries, I ram it, chilling in the clouds with some angels. I met in Los Angeles, run through it. I'm a tight end, Derrick Henry. Yeah, I'll forever be legendary. Rest in peace to Kobe, LeBron James, you can't coach me. Bring life to the game like MJ. Then I get bored like Cup Pella and transform it like Steph Curry. I'ma make a splash, go K. The K stands for play. Started getting rings like Vince, so they gave the trophy my name. Man, I'm cold like Lambo. It get messy when I kick it like Ronaldo or Neymar. Either you going home or going hard to sports talk with DC. No sleep.